Welcome to the Faith Point Podcast. Thank you, Preacher. My name is John Cubas. To my right is Nick Guffey. Over in the corner hiding is Mr. Paul Hayengay. And to my left is Preacher Stancil. Good morning, Preacher. Good morning, gentlemen. How are y'all? Everybody's doing well, man. Good. Doing good. Doing good. Excited to be here, Brother John. We're going to talk about... Uh, All sorts of stuff. Great subject today. Before we get started... Go Braves. I was about to say, man. Can, mm, if go you, Braves. If you're from Atlanta, Rays or Braves? Raise. I think he said Rays. No, if you're the, listen, if go you're the. Rays. Wait, but wait, I'm going to get, I'm going to love, hey, Rays up as well. So Braves. Come on. And Rays, our home team. Good, I'll take that. Our home team and our current team. So this is a huge, huge. great, I mean, this is like unprecedented chartered water. We had so, a lot of our people at the Rays game last saw that. night. I saw a that. lot of our folks were there last night, so I'm glad that churches tonight So if they have extra night. tickets, yes. they have yeah. extra tickets, no, any no, of us in this room will go. Well, no, they got to, oh, unless right. they win. If they win, they we'll play two back. more. So, yeah, but okay. but that's, it, it is fun. And uh, it's college football. It's, uh, it's the playoffs, which normally we don't get to participate in. So we've got baseball and we've got uh, college football. Uh, if you care about the NFL – which I know some of you play the fantasy mm. and you care. Paul Hange wins fantasy football, <laughs> and yet he cares nothing about football. Don't but, even know their names. But he, 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 he looks at the science of it where other people draft their favorite teams yeah, and players. Paul mistake. could not care less what team you play on. Can you get me 45 points yes, like sir. his running back did this weekend? Yeah. Wow. And he, he will crush people and care not. So all I care about is uh, Baker Mayfield looked horrible Monday night, and I can't uh, I can't stand Baker Mayfield. So anyway. That's win, funny. Win. All right. We're doing a podcast, relatively new technology, right? We, we didn't have podcasts until just a few years ago. So we are going to talk about local churches using media. And uh, is that not funny? Because we just tried to do this podcast like 20 minutes ago and it all and it didn't work. The laptop pot. actually gave us some problems. Mm. I'm not, he said it was a laptop. I think it was. Yeah. According operate, to Preacher, you just press error. a button. It should work. You just push a button. I, that's, why, that's why pressing lots of buttons. Because I'm why over Preacher here with doesn't him. handle any of the technology here on <laughs> campus. None. Push record. I, no. I mean, walk, look, Walkman, you push play. There is actually just Walkman. a little red button that you push. I'm pretty sure. Is it right there? Is that it, Brother Nick? Uh, preacher was right. Preacher is always right. No, Someone pre- say amen. No, Preacher is not always right. That's why he needs men around him to say, Preacher, it's more than pushing the red button. But it is frustrating. When media works well, it is a great blessing. When media doesn't work well, it'll drive you crazy. Yeah, the blessings and the curses of having media ministry, we can call this podcast, because it's great. We want to get the word out. We want to be a blessing to people, not only to our people that are unable to make the services, Preacher, but like in our case here at our church, we not only have a a YouTube channel that we put all of our services from beginning to end. You get the, 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 the good, the bad, and the ugly. You even get a few seconds before the service starts and you get a few seconds after it starts. And then we also have now Facebook Live. So you can go to two different places to watch our services. And we're always trying to strive for improvement. We're always trying to strive for excellence. And sometimes we do great and other times we fail. And it is frustrating. So here's a couple of things that I want to talk about, and then I want us to kind of think of some pros of why we do social media, why we do uh, things like this, and then some negatives. But uh, there's two approaches. One, you can try to do it 
And I believe with all my heart, if you're going to do it, you ought to try to do it better and better and strive sure. for a spirit of excellency. There is, and, and just to be real honest, there are people who say, don't even touch it. Just don't even touch it. They, they, they don't want anything um, in their services. They do very little online. They do very little when it comes to social media. And they just say, you know what, we're not going to touch it. Uh, that, uh, let me just say, first and foremost, whatever you decide is perfectly fine. Sure. I understand maybe some of their reasons. Some are a little bit silly. Uh, I don't think that using technology is sinful. I re- I'm a young, uh, no, or, or I should say old enough person. Uh, I remember, you know, when I was a child, when I was a boy, we had um, the social media was basically the bulletin. Right. And then uh, the radio ministry, that was sure. really big. The radio ministry. I remember Dr. Hudson was on the radio every week. Uh, I remember eight tracks and then more, of course, more familiar uh, was the cassette tape. And so that was basically the church's media ministry was either right. what they printed, the print media, uh, what they put out on the radio or what they recorded. And really all we're doing now is as technology has light speed, fast forward, advanced We've advanced, and so we need to learn to do it better. And you can do it better, but it is a challenge. It's a challenge because the margin of messing up, the margin of just having something throw everything off. You can ask Nick this morning. We're ready with the laptop. We're ready to go. And all of a sudden, the laptop decides it needs some updates right there, and there's nothing really you can do. And so uh, we're doing our best as a church to be a blessing preacher. I know for a fact that we've got church members that will listen to your sermons several times during the week to get everything that the Lord wants them to have. That's how they listen to preaching. I've had other people tell me personally, I went back to watch this service and it blessed me again, this song or that song or, or this person speaking and preacher sermons. Uh, we we want to be a blessing to people. We want to have that avenue um, and I think it's awesome that we can go back and listen to any services. And now on a sentimental, uh, um, with a sentimental way, looking back at old choir videos, seeing people that are no longer with us, that's special to see people singing praises to God, um, through the video. I think that's pretty awesome. It, it, it is. And so when we look at it, you see so many positives, you sure. see negatives, negatives are when it's bad, it's bad. And and we, we that's what kind of got us in this mindset of, of doing a podcast on social media and on uh, media in general. Uh, we listened to some of our stuff, and it was bad. I mean, it was embarrassing bad. And so sure. there, there are some things you cannot control, some things you can control. Uh, one thing that I would like to just point out, one reason we do social media. Uh, Paul, you're 40, right? Yes, sir. And Nick, you're 37, 37, John, 38. Just turned 40. Just turned 40, all right. When's the last time you picked up a phone book? Right. To throw it away. It was throw on it my, away door, it was my doorstep. <laughs> it was on the doorstep and you picked up a book. So I grew up in, yeah. in, 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 obviously my childhood was the phone book. You, you Now you Google everything. Uh, when you used to go into a new city to look for a church, uh, the way that we would probably have done it was we would go to the Sword of the Lord and they had... Uh, pages and pages of local churches and you'd say oh i'm moving to saint pete and is there any church in that area uh you'd call you'd start getting in the phone book look under baptist independent whatever the, the heading was now how do you find stuff you go online 
And now I would say now 90, whatever, 95% of the people that visit our church have already gone to our website. They've already looked at our statement of faith and practice. They have probably already heard me preach Absolutely. multiple sermons. Yes, sir. And so in this generation, not having a, a media presence is not wise because I know personally if I go to a, a website and it's not sharp or there is no website, and I, I can't fathom that. And I'm, I'm you guys are much younger. And then the guys behind us are absolutely, they'll never know any world but the cellular world. If a church doesn't have a, a website, I can't even fathom that because that's how people are going to know whether they're going to visit you in the first place or not. And then, of course, excellency in that website, clarity, those things. But some of the things that, that bother me, are not the technical. I love giving Nick a hard time about you know the, the that, but that's a technical thing. He he's ready, he's set up, he's tested, and he goes to 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 push the button and the computer. So there are times that hey preacher, we had a lightning strike. Paul, how many how many computers have oh, we gone mercy. through in the last year? Several several computers, well, televisions. Um, we were we have a lightning uh, issue right here in Pinellas Park. Apparently, we didn't understand that and know that when we moved in. But we've uh, we've adapted and got the right equipment in now to take care of it. But we had probably six or seven lightning strikes in the first part of this year. And that that's just and that's everything from the the monitor itself to the computer to even some of the connectors, some of those things that are part of just transferring the information along. So there are things that you can't control. What we can control is, am I doing my job right? And that's what makes me crazy is. Am I watching? Am I preparing? Am I on top of it? Uh, if if all the, the technology is working right, but John, you don't have the order of service to the people, or they're not following the order of service, or they're just lost in space, or God forbid they're playing Pokemon on the back row, you know, when they're supposed to be watching the computer. Uh, I mean, that that to me is a stuff. Why are you even back there? Why are you doing that? Uh, if If we can control the things we can control, Okay, I'll give you a break on the variables, the things we can't. Sure. But I believe when it comes to technology, somebody's got to love technology. Like I love pastoring. You love music. Like sure. We love our ministry because I think that's all, that ought to be a ministry that somebody says, hey, I'm gifted in this. I understand it's more than pushing a button. And I want to do this excellently because it's a first impression for so many people. Sure. It's, a, it's a come visit us. We do a good job. You know, preacher, I had someone years ago tell me, John, you can only do so much with volunteers. I don't believe in that. I don't believe just because we administrate volunteers in our local church that we should lessen the degree of excellence that we need to have to present unto the Lord. The Bible is filled with verses that tell us whatever your hand finds it to do, do it with all your might. Bring uh, study thyself approved unto God. I mean, there's so many things that tell us try to do things at the highest at the highest level of excellence. Study it out. Do it right. Uh, make it your passion. To me, I would use words like own it. Own your ministry, volunteer or paid staff. It doesn't matter. This is your ministry and to the Lord. Do the best, whether therefore you eat or drink or whatever yeah. you do, do it all for the glory of God. Well, and, and here's the thing I would love, man. It wouldn't it be great, Paul, if you could write a check to just the media guy. Right. Yeah. I mean, if, if we could just say, okay, media guy, here's, you know, $50,000 a year. Just But that to me is a luxury. Now, if somebody says, I want to sponsor the media guy and write the check, we'll go find the best media guy we can find. <laughs> yeah, that's good. But that's not reality for us. Reality is we have people who are excellent when it comes to technology. 
And I'm just going to brag on Caleb. Caleb runs our sound portion of the services. Yeah, Caleb mm-hmm. owns the sound like owns I own it. the preaching. Right. Owns Excellent. it. And Josh Excellent. O'Hare, he he runs our bus ministry. He runs the sure. bus ministry. He owns it. Uh, sure. let, let's go to uh, uh, Master Club. Uh, Dwayne Richmond and his crew. Dwayne and Kim, they, they, own, they own that. Yeah. So you can have excellence in a ministry that is not a paid staff ministry, but you, you say, I'm going to do this to my best. So some pros of, uh, and just thinking out loud through this, obviously we mentioned pros. People are visiting your website. They're checking you out. Uh, they want to see how you run your service. They want to hear sure. your songs. They want to see your preaching. They want to hear your version, all those things. Um, you know, they want to know your doctrine and practice. There's some negatives. Sure. Because sometimes, you know, people can cut clips of sermons. Right. Um, you out know, take context. out of context. Yeah, I've, I've, I've had that happen to me. You know? <laughs> yeah. uh, people can uh, mishear something or, or take something that, no matter what, and I love what you said about it's great for our, our people at home that are, that are shut in or, or miss. I love that. But I'll, I'll just be honest with you. It is still night and day to be in a service and to watch a service. Absolutely. Sure. Sure. And the only reason you would watch a service later is because you missed something because you were there and you want to hear it again, or you're unable to make it because you were providentially Providentially hindered uh, hindered completely where you were sick, you're out of town, you don't want to miss what's going on. Um, And that's what's beautiful about the local church. We're a family pastor. You don't want to miss it. And here, the environment that we have, the Lord's given us here, you don't want to miss the service. Even on Wednesday, like what did preachers say? What anything new with Jabez? What's going on? What's the latest? Well, one of the things that we we notice, and this is where this this is where this podcast developed. Sunday morning at our church is is awesome. I mean, I just love it. Uh, our music is awesome. I love our our spirit. But man, if you listen to that Sunday morning service online this week, yeah, it, it was it was hideous. Mm. So down the road, our goal as we build a new building is to develop that that three actually three or four parts of the of the media ministry. There'll be the in house sound. There'll be the in house video. But then there'll be the online sound and the online video. So you'll have three or four guys where now we basically have two or three. But you you watch that service on Sunday morning, you're like, eh, man, that music wasn't great. You were in that service Sunday morning, we were on the rafters. I mean, it yeah. was it was home run. And so we we want to do better. And here's what we're going to do. We're going to not do it until we do it better. Mm-hmm. We're going to not do it. And that's something we've talked about, Paul, for 10, 11 years now is if we're going to do it, let's do it right. If we're not going to do it, let's find somebody who can do it. And if we can't, let's just not do it. You know, And, and print stuff, you know, when, when you send something out. Uh, I the other day got something with a font that was so 1995 or 1990. I'm like, okay, look, it's Roman, simple. Roman. It, it's simple. You know, you don't have to be, God forbid you get anything out today that come off a copy machine that's crooked, that's, right. that's or whatever. So whether it's print, uh, whether it's uh, your podcast, your live services, uh, whatever you do, you, people are looking at that. Well, I've got a question for both of you. When did our church decide to go to monthly bulletins? I think it's brilliant and it's sharp. We have the whole month planned out and we even have a section in that four page bulletin of what's coming up in the next month. Like the first Sunday of October, we gave out October bulletins and then it even had November stuff that's coming up and it's exciting. It's fresh. It's nice. It's not weekly anymore. When did we do that? Pastor Paul? 
I would guess that was about three years ago, and it's, okay. it's because we have access to all of this exactly. uh, media and things. And the one thing I'll say is that this is a great tool. If you were to look at companies and what they used to spend on marketing, what they used to spend on commercials to get their name out there, to get their product out there, it would blow your mind the difference between 10 years ago and today. Exactly. And so if we can do it well and we can do it right, the the multitude of people that you can reach, there's 4 million people in this Bay Area if 50 people start to comment on their Sunday morning service and share that Sunday morning service and it's a quality thing and they have 500 friends that um, aren't the same friends that the people that don't go to the church, that's 25,000 people that you've reached in one afternoon where they see a little bit of a commercial mm-hmm. of your church where companies before, even churches before, spend thousands and thousands of dollars to get their name out. We can do it and if we can do it well and get it out there, it's a great tool. I don't remember what we used to pay for a phone number and a hit right a lot just in the phone book it, yeah, was, it was crazy a lot. it was a surprise several thousand dollars a year for a phone number we can we can take that same three or four thousand dollars that we spend on a phone number and yeah. a heading mm-hmm. and we can do a facebook blast where we do just the the zip code here in the church or one or two zip codes around we've done that three or four times for events coming up uh, you can do that now with targeted advertising where you can just say, hey, we only want this family demographic. And so social media is a huge blessing. And we went to the monthly bulletin because, A, uh, we're printing a lot of bulletins that people are leaving around. So it's like, you know what? That's a, that print media is still expensive, I, you know, whatever the copy per page is. Right. And we do full color because we want to look nice. So we went to that. And then here's the deal. Every Sunday morning. And again, if you have a sharp team back there, you have that week's bulletin announcements up on the screen. John, you make announcements of things that are important. Uh, We have the Facebook uh, application that we can get stuff out to those people. We have the church app Mm -hmm. that they can be updated on. Uh, We have the robocall where we can get important information out. So when you print something, uh, it's, it's one of those things where People are not reading it. They're sticking the Bible and throwing it away. So what we do is we give them an overview, but then every service we're reminding them through all these different mediums, here's what's going on this week. Here's what's happening. And it was just a cost-saving measure for us. It really was. And so we can give that one bulletin out. It doesn't change. You know, it doesn't change from, from week to week as much because those main events are in there. But we can highlight. My thing is that a church, even a small church, you buy a decent laptop, you take a little bit of online training, and you can do things that you couldn't have done even five, ten years ago. Sure. Uh, the, the apps are so simplified, user-friendly now. And uh, my thing is that we need to do better in this. Uh, we did have, you know, we did have some ideas, uh, you know, when Hayden was here, of getting a little more uh, active in some of this. And so now everybody's kind of picking up the pieces. But uh, we're going to do better, but we have to— in my mind, it's something you have to get better at, and you have to invest some money in because it is the way you're going to reach young families. It is the way you're going to reach young people. Um, we laugh, Brother Dory. He doesn't even know what these apps are, so we still hand him a bulletin. We still make a phone call, et cetera, et cetera, and we want to do that. But social media, media in general, uh, it has to be excellent, and you have to be careful. You have to be careful what you allow to go out. You have to be uh, be careful you know, what you use uh, because, you know, again, that's going out there, everybody to see. So uh, it, it makes you think as you're preaching. And there's sometimes, you know, maybe you need to take it down and just say, you know, this is a family uh, just for the church, just for us tonight. Sure. And we do that, especially maybe a missionaries in town that we can't uh, highlight because of location or maybe a, a topic 
that is more church general, uh, church specific and not general. But, you know, if you can preach it to 500 people on Sunday morning, but like Paul said, by Sunday night, the possibility of 25,000 people hearing that message. It's pretty awesome when you log on on Sunday morning, you see 100 people have logged on to that service. Right. We'll start multiplying that out. All of a sudden, your impact is now not just you right. know in the local community, but right. you're going around the world literally. Absolutely. And we do have missionaries that watch our services and tune in. We have people that, that I know Nick's family watches a lot of our services. I know my family back in Texas, a lot of services, a lot of people tune in. So it's a great tool, but it is also frustrating because just like the sound system, if there's technology, there will be problems. It's frustrating. People don't take ownership of it. It's frustrating. We have a tool that we could use to an existential possibility, right. and sometimes I feel like we're only scratching the surface. You know, since I've been here, Preacher, the biggest comment that I've heard about our church when people visit, is, uh, visit us is, we did not know you existed. And that is a huge, huge deal for me. How can we let the Tampa Bay area, first of all, because that's who can, actually can come to our services in person, how can we get them to know that we exist and we're proclaiming uh, the gospel of Christ right here, the preaching ministry that you offer, the music, the, the everything that we have as a church, we're here and we're very unique. We become more unique as the modern day church continues to go in the way that they're going. We become something that people are missing and wanting. And a lot of people just stay at their churches unhappy, even with their change of the churches. And they wish that they would have church the way they think it needs to be, like what we offer. Well, it's funny. You go out and do these singings to these uh, senior groups, and sure. and you'll sing hymns that they recognize. And like, oh, I wish the churches still sing hymns. And we're like, you know, we do. we do. But at the same time, you come to our services, and there's life. There's energy. And so as these churches continue to drift from their spiritual moorings, and, and these people feel lost, you know, they, they think every church is gone. Well, all of a sudden, somebody can say, you know, our church, uh, Susan Mills is probably our best. We should hire her as our, our, <laughs> our Facebook. But I mean, Susan, she is letting people know there is still churches that, right. uh, and our church is not the only one, but we are our church, so we have to talk about us. There are still churches that, that have really great services like there's nothing dead about any of our services Wednesday night's one of our liveest services of the week Uh, the music the preaching the atmosphere the attitude Uh, I talked to a guy yesterday had a great day visiting and uh, me and him were sitting down and and I invited a lady to 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 come to church with uh, the manager of the restaurant and uh, she said well I visited she named him I obviously wouldn't name him she said well I visited this church that church but man I just didn't like him And, and I said well come visit us and there are people that are looking for something and they sure. go to these churches and they're like, this is not, this is not, this is what I'm looking. I'm looking for church. I'm looking, I'm not looking for a knockoff of a bad, you know, music experience somewhere else. And then I, I talked to another guy and uh, he said, I said, well, there's a church closer to you. And he said, I visited it. He said, preacher, they're dead as a post. He said, there's nothing going on. And uh, he said, I'm willing to drive because uh, the moment I walked in the doors, I was greeted Sheila makes the difference out front. That Absolutely. Team. Uh, Absolutely. They were greeted. They were they were welcome. Uh, they were shown around. And then all of a sudden you kick off with Brother John, the music, the worship. Uh, so the excellency of media is that door now they that people, are, people are going to come to that door long before they walk through your front door. Right. And it frustrates me as a pastor that I'm willing to pay and do and we get we get less than our best when it comes to media. Because to me... 
that is so important now of people checking out uh, what you believe, what you think, what you practice. And we need to have, John, you're, you're dead on. We need to have a flag planted in Pinellas Park uh, for uh, the scripture for conservative theology, for, you know, if you want to use that term, old-time religion, I don't know if, if that's a, a negative connotation for some people, but it, it, it to me says this is who we are. And, you know, what's funny is you want people looking for that, but you also want the world to know. Right. And I'm not ashamed one bit when a lost person, we had somebody cuss us out the other day on Facebook. I mean, mm. words that I haven't used in two or three weeks. Oh and uh <laughs> You know, they just cussed us. So I delete that. I hide it. Right. But you know what? I want people to know people still love God. Come on. And, and I want people to know that people still believe in the Bible. When you you be mad all you want to, but bless the Lord, all my soul, we're going to preach Christ, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Come on. It is the power of God and salvation. Hit, so man. I want us to do better. I want us to do better on, on, on media. Paul? I would encourage our members um, to share our stuff when we do post something out there. Um, yeah. Get that out. I was with one of our staff members yesterday, and he said he actually brought up Susan Mills. He said, I think it's funny how much Susan likes you and Preacher. And really, Susan loves our church, and Susan loves the Bible, and Susan loves good preaching. And... Um, you can be a help to us by just sharing and getting that post very much and so. uh, just uh, commenting and uh, boy That's when we point. put out a trunk or treat post send that out boy we want to reach people she wants to reach more people that's what it boils down to well how many people have susan and terry brought to church bunch Seven. you know and, and here's the deal if you're not excited you're not going to excite your friends right bunch. and so when yeah maybe she posts the sermon again after i preach it which is very nice <laughs> she good. reminds she reminds me of what i said in the sermon sure but guess what her friends are going you know i don't feel that way about where i'm at right I need, and that's then her good. lost friends are saying i don't have any of that exactly. and uh so her excitement uh christy milliken you know she she used to be our champion now susan knocked her sure, off the sure. pedestal but but those are the people that that repost stuff and you do impact those and i love when people are like quit quit talking about your church you know you're you're so religious you're dude what do you mean quit talking about my church my church is the bomb and of course, it's our life. We live for the church, as far as you know, it's our it's our calling. But I love it when our church family gets fired up about a sermon or a Amen. song Absolutely. or a service or an event. And uh, social media is a great tool. But for us and our staff and our volunteers, we need to make sure that when it goes out over the internet, it is as good as it can be. And That's we need good. to continually be improving, just like we do everywhere else. It's good. Yes. Well, Preacher Stancil, thank you for joining us, Pastor Paul and Mr. Nick. I appreciate you guys. Please remember, if you're listening to this, wherever you've been, whatever you've gone through, wherever you find yourself, God will find you and help you and love you at your faith point. God bless you. We love you.